Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to A to Z Sports powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He's our Titans reporter for A to Z Sports.com. Sam Phelan this morning. We're going live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch because we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline at A to Z Sports. And also hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more Titans coverage. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you guys like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or simply find them at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Plus, Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That means better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. So, Sam, we're talking wide receivers today. We've talked a lot of quarterback this week, right? The two potential trade options or trade scenarios, trade partners for Ryan Tannehill on Monday. Uh, Wednesday, talked a lot about uh, the mock drafts, uh, where the Titans were getting mock draft buzz around Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. The Titans attended both pro days for those guys as well as attended the Knoxville Pro Day for the Tennessee Vols uh, yesterday and hearing some things that the Titans did spend some extended time, Mike Vrabel did, with Hendon Hooker, uh, which is interesting, uh, who might be a second-round quarterback, so to speak, uh, there, and then spent yesterday on a Thursday talking all about what Lamar Jackson will cost the Tennessee Titans in, in an acquisition. But still, who would any of these guys we're talking about throw to, including Ryan Tannehill, right? Like, I know I asked the Titans fans, what do you want from your quarterback position yesterday without an answer? I know Titans fans want wide receiver help, and Rand Carthon really hasn't touched that position whatsoever, minus bringing back NWI on a one-year you know, near league minimum, if not league minimum deal for NWI uh, uh, earlier this month. Yeah, I mean, I think it's gotten swept under the rug a little bit with the quarterback talk and obviously all of the big storylines regarding Ryan Tannehill or even Derrick Henry and Kevin Byard and their status with the team. But yeah, the Titans have stayed quiet at wide receiver and this was one of the top two biggest issues that I think we had last season. We were watching the games down the stretch saying, well, they need to get better on the offensive line and they need to get some better wide receivers. So you let Robert Woods walk, you bring back NWI and you've stayed hush ever since then. So it is an issue that uh, Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel need to fix. And and so uh, if you go to a to Z sports.com, You can find my NFL wide receiver free agent tracker, which I've been keeping track of every wide receiver around the league that has agreed to a free agent contract, how much money they've gotten, where they have gone and who is left on the board. And Austin, you're running out of options very quickly in terms of free agency. Um, And so what the Titans do if they run out of options in free agency, I don't know. That gets a lot more complicated. And it wasn't like this free agent class was super talented or super stacked up with free agent options. And I think we knew that. So we understood the Titans probably wouldn't be on in on Jacoby Myers, who was probably the top free agent receiver. Definitely not Juju Smith-Schuster, as they say they want to get faster, and that is not Juju's game uh, when it comes to just straight-line speed. Uh, but Rand Carthon talked to Jim Wyatt of TennesseeTitans.com this week at uh, the, <clears throat> excuse me, at the um, owners' meetings in Phoenix and was asked about the wide receiver position. And so here were Rand's comments, quote, we're going to look to address it. You know, you better. Uh, we're not trying to fill everything via free agency, but if that's where the best option comes from, we'll address it in that way. We just have to be patient and exercise patience and allow that to come to fruition. So that's Rand Carthon on the wide receiver position. We have to be patient and exercise patience and allow that to come to fruition. Sam, uh, I don't know. 
I think I know how Titans fans uh, would react to that. But I mean, exercise patience. Now the the calendar officially turns to April tomorrow when it comes to wide receivers and free agency that you have basically said there are none still available when it comes to proven commodities that can help this football team win. And so stay patient and exercise patience with Traylon Burks, who I think we like, Kyle Phillips, unknown, Race McMath, unknown, Mason Kinsey, practice squad, Reggie Robertson, practice squad, and NWI, known but low ceiling. That's that's basically it right now. Yeah, stay patient. I understand it from Rand's perspective, but I think if you're a Titans fan right now, you're sitting there like throwing your arms up saying, stay patient. I've been patient like you, not you, because Rand Carthon didn't do that. But yeah, this team traded away A.J. Brown. This team did not have wide receivers on this roster outside of Robert Woods and Traylon Burks last season. And Traylon Burks was hurt for a lot of the year and took a little bit to start developing into uh, the guy that had a couple 100-yard games. And the message was, well, stay patient with him. It's his rookie year. Let him get acclimated. Let him. And now you're running out of time on the rest of this window, which is why stay patient would kind of rub me the wrong way as a Titans fan of like, hey, man, we've got one year left of Tannehill, one year left of Derrick Henry. We are up against it in the cap. Like, we know there's a lot of turnover coming. So we don't have time to be patient and wait on the perfect fit to walk over. We need help and we need help fast. Yeah. And and also you're talking about free agency and I don't know if you can pull up that wide receiver tracker to see who that some of the top names are still available out there, but not a lot still available on for at in free agency. Uh, then you've got a wide receiver draft class this season or this year that does not have the top dog coming out of, um, Alabama does not have an LSU wide receiver who is a top-notch guy like we've seen in the past. And Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State would have been that if he would have stayed healthy through this past season. But everybody's licking their chops over at Marvin uh, Harrison Jr. at Ohio State's Pro Day instead of JSN. And so Jalen Hyatt, I don't think, is worth the pick where the Titans are slated to take uh, anybody in, in the first round. And I think you've got a lot of wide receivers you like to be a late first round, second round pick, but the Titans need a lot of help and they just can't have somebody that you like to be a complimentary piece. They need a dude at wide receiver. And really it's tough to rely on Traylon Burks, who's played in like 10 or 11 games and gotten hurt twice in the games he's played. And then uh, a rookie highish round draft pick. It's, it's a lot of pressure on those two young receivers to come in and carry a bunch of weight and not even mentioning what the weight Chig is going to have to carry at tight end. Well, yeah, I've been high on Kyle Phillips since he got in the building. I think that, you know, a fully healthy Kyle Phillips really does help this team win. And I think we saw that week one last year, like his first game as an NFL player, what he's able to do when he's good, when he's going good and running good. Now, I think Traylon Burks can be a dude, but Austin, like you have to give those guys some help around them to make some of that development come a little bit easier. Like if you went into the season with this current wide receiver core, where like Traylon Burks is going to get double teamed on probably every route that he runs. Like there's nobody that makes you like stay honest on anybody. It would be like a soft double team, right? Like a soft double team, maybe cheating a safety over, not completely having a safety over the top of Burks, but just kind of like, you know, work. Yeah. Well, he's the only deep threat, like, and he's the only, like, legitimate, like, guy that I think if I'm a defense would scare me at this point at wide receiver. Phillips, you know that he can get a first down here or there, but you kind of make the Titans go there if that's what it comes down to. But, like, so I think you need another dude. And you asked me for the free agents. Here are some of the names, the top names that are still available in free agency. Kenny Galladay, Robbie Anderson, Randall Cobb, Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry, Byron Pringle, Nikhil Harry, Sammy Watkins, Brashad Perriman, Chris Moore, Richie James, Kaderil Hodge. Those are kind of the top dogs in the mind of uh, Spotrack in terms of what they got paid last season. You have Odell Beckham Jr. as well, who uh, is still looking for a team, but probably not interested in a run first offense and 
Tennessee, and he yeah. probably learned his, the lesson from his buddy Robert Woods. So, as I said, you're running out of options, and I believe, Austin, there are only three wide receivers left on the board that had more receiving yards last year than Robert Woods did last year. So if you need to upgrade, I mean, the options are dwindling. Yeah, very much so. So let's ask this question and get the chat more involved. I do see some, uh, you know, I don't think this is a smart comment from David. Burks is soft. He doesn't have that dominant mentality. Yeah, David, uh, go watch the play uh, where Traylon Burks got a concussion and caught a touchdown pass against the Eagles when he got that concussion, basically got knocked out, held on to the football, and tell me that Traylon Burks is soft. Uh, and then, you know, you know t- t- tell Traylon Burks he's soft, right? That's that's what I would say to you. Traylon Burks is not soft <laughs> by any means. He had two injuries that were completely out of his control. So that's ridiculous. So here's the question to get to uh, more of your comments, hopefully better than the comment David threw up there, calling Traylon Burks soft. But what is your concern level with the Titans' current wide receiver room? What is your concern level with the Titans' current wide receivers? This is a one through ten, one being no concern whatsoever, and ten uh, being you are freaking the hell out uh, at what Rand Carthon is saying by exercising patience. So what is your concern level? But Sam, if you could, tell us about our great friends at Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai, you need to make them a part of your new car buying experience in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Wilson County Hyundai is the place to go to get your new ride and go look for a new ride. You can get 0% APR for 48 months on 2023 Sonatas, Santa Fe's, and Tucson's. Payne Bone and his team at Wilson County Hyundai are happy to guide you through the financing process, assisting you with buying or trading in your vehicle. So forget the downtown Nashville prices. You can leave Nashville, go out to Lebanon, uh, and go to WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Also, with the BetMGM app, you can take advantage of the last big weekend in college hoops uh, coming up tomorrow. We all know what's happening in H-Town, and you've got a couple games you can join the BetMGM uh, crew with by using our code here, ATOZ1000. That's ATOZ1000. What that gets you is your first bet on March matchups can get you up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if that bet misses. So if you want to go under the first half on FEU SDSU, that's a solid play. I haven't made it yet, but the under first half has been a big one right there. So you would sign up using code ATOZ1000 and you get up to $1,000 back uh, in bonus bets if your first bet misses or maybe a FAU money line around plus 110, plus 115 right now. UConn minus five and a half. They've been blowing teams out uh, all tournament long. So there's options right there for you with BetMGM. That's joined with code ATOZ1000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older. Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and requirements. First online rural money wager only. Rewards issued as non-wagerable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days. And for problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Here's Sam on this Friday asking the question, what is your concern level with the Titans' current wide receiver group, one through ten? And Rain Carthon, Titans GM, said this at the owners' meetings uh, this week to Jim Wyatt of the Tennessee Titans.com. Uh, quote: "We're going to look to address it. We are not trying to fill everything via free agency, but if that's where the best option comes from, we'll address it in that way. We just have to be patient and exercise patience and allow that to come to fruition." So, Sam, I'll send you the chat. What's everybody saying on a 1 through 10 concern level? What is your concern with wide receiver? Steven is at a 7. Jonathan's at a 4 saying pre-draft, not worried. Steven's saying, uh, the other Steven is saying 0. Hashtag trust the tank. He's fine with the bad wide receiver room. Uh, 5 is the concern from Pistol Ramsey. 8 from Donnie D. 5 from Demario. 8 from Tighten Up. Uh, Brian's up at a hundred plus. He is already, uh, you know, through the moon with concern about the Titans wide receivers. Wilbur's at a 10 Titans. Kyle's at a 7.5. Uh, Brian then adjusts and comes back down to a 10. Eric's at a nine. Billy's at a seven. Uh, Tyler's at a 10. Wax is at a 10. Will is at a 10. Matt is at a 7.5. Scott is at a nine. Uh, bald is at eight. Jonathan's at 10. Michael's at 10. Brandon's at 10. Guy is at a nine and three quarters. 
Tank Sinatra and Van are both at a four. Uh, Jamie's at a 10. An 11 from, uh, I don't, Mr. Pocket Hercules. All right. So that tough name there yeah. to pronounce. But Steven Rodriguez with a five. Uh, Ramon's at a nine. Nate's at a nine. Jonathan's at a 10 times 10. Uh, we've got a five from Chris. We've got an eight from uh, Ramad. We've got an 8.5 from Matt, a nine from CJ, eight from Jay, 10 from John. Karen's a six. Alex is a seven. Ethan's a 10. Yuri's an eight. These numbers are up there, Austin. I mean, eight, nines, yeah. and tens galore. People are concerned with the Titans wide receiver room. So one through 10, where are you at? So look, I Chris Frazier is like, oh, Austin, you've been telling us how good Traylon Burks is. I do think Traylon Burks is good. I do think Traylon Burks will be good. I think he's has to set himself up for a big season in his second year. But I also don't like that Traylon Burks is the you know outside of NWI like the most productive uh, you know receiver you've got and the best hope that you've got when it comes to actual NFL experience. I am at a I'm at a seven. Because I, I think the Titans needed to get faster. They needed to get guys who can create separation. And honestly, Traylon Burks was the only guy who was healthy last year who can create separation. I think Kyle Phillips can create separation. Can he stay healthy? The first opportunity for us to find out the answer to that is a no. He could not stay healthy. He got hurt in his first game. And then he got hurt in his second game. And then he was gone. But he was really good in that first game. And so... You know, a seven is where I'm at because you needed to change it. You needed to flip it anyway. And I, I don't necessarily think free agency was the fix for the Titans at wide receiver, but I do think that there were some guys out there that would have been nice fits in that mid-level spend. And they're like DJ Chark. We talked about that. Like DJ Chark got like a one-year deal from Carolina that's super doable. And if Rank Carthon's out here trying to, well, my guy. Yeah, Paris if Rank Carthon's trying to sign one one year deals all across the roster, then why not DJ Chark, who can help you out, create separation, and has a one thousand yard season in the league under his belt? Like, I think that makes a lot of sense, and you whiffed on that for a very doable number, and so that's where I'm thinking. Your you, you know your guy was uh, you know uh, Paris Campbell. You liked coming from uh, Indianapolis too. Yeah, Paris Campbell was a guy that like it was like, okay, well, you want to get fast, you want to get, you know, some more experience or whatever. And he was again one year, he got like 4.7 million uh from the Giants, I believe. And so yeah, he's in New York. And that's another one that I just kind of threw my hands up of like, why is that not a doable number for a guy that immediately makes you faster, that immediately can create separation? And he was one of the best wide receivers in football at doing so last year. Um and of the current options, I'm not sure any of them are even worth paying. So I, I saw Roger made a comment earlier when I was rattling off those names saying, Sam, none of those wide receivers are worth it. I would agree. And this is why, Austin, I'm at a nine. I'm at a nine because uh, I, I think you hit on a couple of the major points. You needed to get faster. Mike Vrabel has said that. And you self-identified that problem. And you haven't yet, at least not on offense. You've gotten faster on the offensive line some. You've gotten faster on your defense and your your linebackers that you acquired. Mm -hmm. But you have not gotten faster at wide receiver, and that's something that you needed. Traylon Burks, who I love, I also think being your most reliable wide receiver at this point is a problem because he hasn't been on the field and he's very inexperienced. But Nick Westbrook-Akine is reliable to play but not reliable to be a like consistent good pass catcher down the field or route runner that can create separation speed and separation is not his forte. Kyle Phillips has played honestly one career game because yeah. I mean, he, he appeared in some other games last year, but he was not Kyle Phillips in those games. He was trying to tough out a number of injuries and we've seen one career regular season game from him. And now you're talking about potentially needing to rely on one, in my opinion, two rookies at the top, like towards the top of this draft that are going to come in and be your difference maker. So I think they whiffed on a lot of options in free agency where in order for me to feel better about this, I think you have to try and convert on a trade, but I don't know how realistic that is with where they're at in salary cap. So I'm and, pretty and concerned. 
and what they don't have in draft capital, right? Because that's the other thing. Cause I, I know, you know, I got, we got somebody in here calling us, you know, uh, out for being ridiculous. What, what was that guy's name in the chat here on Facebook that I saw? Eric, Eric Dunnigan is saying, uh, you know, these guys are bozos or whatever he's saying, because look at the draft. The draft is great. Like, I, I think, I think, I think the draft, I mean, like, I the, the, like, the draft is great in like the second, third round, but the Titans only have six draft picks as a whole. And so you're looking and it's once the run goes on wide receivers, the run is gone and it goes fast. And if it hits you in a spot where what if, if the Titans don't take a wide receiver at 11 and because they go offensive line and then they need to take a corner at 41 because they always need corner help. Then what happens after, you know, pick 52 and the wide receiver runs happen and the, the Titans have a third round pick, but they don't have a fourth. They don't have the amount of picks because they only have six to be able to maneuver through the draft. What happens if you just miss, right? Like you have limited picks. So you could just miss out on how the flow of the draft goes and, and miss out on one of these guys that can help you early on because I think you need two wide receivers from the draft. And they Brian probably need to be like, they probably need to be like uh, one of them in the top three rounds and then another one like early day three and you don't have a fourth round pick, which is early day three. Yeah, and I mean, then and even so, then you're again relying on maybe a second round or a fifth round rookie to come in and be impactful in a wide receiver room that you had issues with last season. And so Brian makes a good point. Maybe if there's a trade partner to go back from number 11, which is a possibility that we've discussed on the show before, you can get uh, to that you know late teens sort of range, add maybe a day two pick into there, and then you have an opportunity to to jump on one of those first round, first round wide receivers and give yourself an additional pick that you could then get another guy at. I'm with you. I think they need two receivers. Um, and even if they are picking one at 41, you're going to miss the top tier. So uh, you can't look at this draft and say, this is an amazing draft of wide receiver wide receivers. Last year was an amazing year when you had Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Drake London, Traylon Burks, Jahan Dotson, I might be missing one that also went in the first Jameson, round. Jameson Williams, who yeah, was Jameson hurt. Williams. Yeah. Yeah. So that's six wide receivers that all went in the first round. I believe Sky Moore went at the back end of the first round too, which would be seven. Christian Watson He went early second to the Packers. That's right. Um, like 35 or something like that. So I think it was six wide receivers were in the, in the first round. They all went picks uh, eight to 18, right? Like yeah, that's how that. fast they went too, right? This isn't that class though. Because there is no top 10 pick at wide receiver. Is there a top 15 pick at wide receiver? Ah, you're pushing it, right? Like the Texans at 12 might take a wide receiver there because it's their second first round pick and they get their quarterback at two and take Quentin Johnson or somebody at 12 to go along with the quarterback. I, you know, that's about as high. The Titans taking Jackson Smith and Jigba at 11 or Quentin Johnson at 11 feels like a little bit of a reach and it feels, and let me just say this because Sam, you weren't around covering the Titans back in 2017 when they took Corey Davis fifth overall and Buck has done some reporting on this over uh, since then. And I'll save that super chat for later. Uh, but uh, Buck did some reporting on this, that the Titans were at five. It was the LA Rams uh, pick from the Jared Goff number one overall pick trade the year before the Titans were at five because the Rams, that was their slot there. They tried to trade out. They tried to move back from five, but they did not have a suitor to come up. It was a weird draft. It wasn't, you know, the best opportunity for a team to come up at that spot. If we knew what Patrick Mahomes would be now, then that would have been beautiful. If the Titans could have moved back and then, you know, that would have been moving back to 27, which might be a little late. If, if we but knew they, what Patrick Mahomes was that was then, they probably would have just picked him. But well, he would have been on the Bears. Well, they but they couldn't have because they had Mariota coming off of a really good second year, right? So that was the that was the contact there. You wouldn't you even if the you knew what Patrick not, Mahomes was, you trade Mariota. Yeah, but, again, I mean, but, but, but but even you you can't think that way. If you knew Patrick Mahomes was a stud prospect, then that would have been it, right? But there were questions yeah. about him from Texas Tech. So not not is what he is, but knew that he would have been a legitimate stud prospect, then sure. So again, I, I think Jackson Smith and Jigba is better than Corey Davis and will be better than Corey Davis. But I'm I'm saying, is he worth the 11th pick? Do you have somebody to come up to move back? Because the Titans were at five. Corey Davis, Mike Williams, John Ross, 
Those were the crop of the three wide receivers. They all went top 10. Mike Williams was the best long-term out of all of them, but he had a back situation coming out of Clemson, so which is why Corey Davis was the pick there because they couldn't move out. So I'm saying all that to say, like, if the Titans take JSN at 11 or Quinson Johnson at 11, maybe it's because they couldn't get out of it and just said, said man, kind of desperate at wide receiver, exercise patience, but can't really be that patient and had to go get a wide receiver at 11 where you might have lost out on some value, which we all know is a big word there. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, this is, is it a little bit concerning because I think it might be that, you know, everybody goes to the Ohio State Pro Day and they're like, yeah, Jason looked good, but how about that kid next year? Like it's yeah, like right. Lamborghini. What was the quote? Lamborghini window shopping. Window shopping, a Lam- yeah, window shopping a Lamborghini that comes out next year, right? Next year. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I think that might be a little bit concerning. I do think JSN is going to be a very good player, like, and that he can really help a team. I would be fine with the Titans taking him at number 11 overall. I think they are that desperate for wide receiver at this point. And then pairing him with Traylon Burks can work for sure. And, and he might be a little bit underrated by the fact that we didn't really get to see him at Ohio state this past year. And people forget what he did his sophomore season and how good he can be down the line, but it's not an overwhelming draft class. There are limited options left at free agent wide receiver. So trade becomes the next thing. It's just, it's hard to, stay patient because Austin, and this is why I'm so panicked. Mm -hmm. We said this all year last year that Ryan Tannehill, while good enough, a lot of the time can't do this alone. And how many times last season did we see him one under pressure and two throwing to guys that can't get open and can't make contested catches. And it was what killed the Titans offense. So you've identified that as like your two big issues you've made an effort to protect him up front and will continue to make those efforts. But I don't think it's going to really matter if your offensive line is playing a little bit better. If Tannehill doesn't have a wide receiver core to throw to, and that can actually stretch the field. Like they need balance on this team. I feel like a broken record saying it every time we talk about their needs, but Fans should be concerned until something happens. I think they need to make a trade for a receiver if it's even possible. But yeah, they're in a tough spot. Yeah, Lorenzo says you don't get faster passing on speed. I'm going to read a super chat. Then we're going to go back on a JSN comment. Nathaniel uh, throws in some lunch money here on YouTube. Get a proven vet. T.Y. Hilton cheap to mentor Burks and a rookie wide receiver. Signed previous Titan Marcus Johnson for a cheap depth. Trade uh, for a wide receiver post June 1st. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's not a bad plan. It's how well can that plan be executed? And what is the, is T.Y. Hilton a proven vet that's going to help you? you know, no. T.Y. Hilton is I have no not, interest right? in T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, he's, he's the next in line of a long list of names at wide receiver the Titans have brought in in their 30s who were washed and didn't do anything to live up to their name. So, uh, So, any comments on that? Well, I mean, if you were going to go get a guy like T, like what's wrong with T.Y. Hilton, like the age, the injury, the, you know, he's kind of like a little bit pat, but not a little bit. He's very past his prime and, and a little bit washed up. So if you were going to go and get a guy again for a one year reasonable number, they already went like, why didn't you go get Nicole Hardman or DJ Chark or like Paris Campbell? I, I think that comment was a great comment that like, you don't get faster passing on speed. They've not acquired a lot of the fastest wide receivers that actually have another level to go to. That's like DJ Chark was a risk. Paris Campbell was a risk. Nicole Hardman, a risk. But the reason I was in for any of those guys is because I think they still have another level of their career that they can go to and reach if they're on the field. T.Y. Hilton, it, is not hitting another level that, that he's on the wrong side of the arch here. T Y Hilton hasn't, I'm trying to think like when was T Y Hilton's last like season that was legitimate. It was 2020 where he had 56 catches for 760 yards and five touchdowns. That's now three seasons ago. uh, And he is, he will be uh, 34 in the middle of this upcoming season. So when he was like 30 turning 31, 
is when he had his best or his last like good year, right? It, since the last two seasons, he's been a part-time player. And so that doesn't make any sense. And so I do want to bring up something that I think is ironic when it comes to one of the wide receivers that Titans fans are calling for. Uh, I will do that here in a second, but first let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Hey, Sam, uh, this week we talked to uh, A to Z, talked to one of the Bone and Joint Institute's experts, Dr. Scott Arthur, about uh, a quarterback injury in the NFL and how that could impact the Titans. And you wrote about that for A to Z sports.com. I believe that was uh, yesterday or the day before. Uh, and, and again, Bone and Joint Institute, they give resources to us to help educate ourselves and our audience. And also they can help you get back to health whenever that injury in life happens. And you never want it to happen, but you have to know who you can turn to to get back to health. And that can be the Bone and Joint Institute. And guess what? Brand new location that opened uh, this month in West Franklin. So now they've got uh, their main campus in Franklin off of I-65. They've got a lot of clinics and physical therapy centers across Williamson County, now including West Franklin. They've also got uh, Brentwood, Nolansville, and Spring Hill as well. So check that out for your convenience, boneandjointtn.org. Today's show is powered by BetMGM. They are the king of sports books. And uh, go ahead and get with BetMGM for this weekend because it's a big weekend for college basketball We've got four teams that are going to go down to one, one national champion. Uh, and if you use the BetMGM sign-up code with code ATOZ1000, that's ATOZ1000 on the BetMGM app, uh, and make your first bet on March matchups, you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your bet doesn't win. So if you're planning on watching the games this weekend and uh, maybe picking one team that you think could be the national champion, Maybe you're taking the first half under in San Diego State, FAU, as Austin teased earlier. Whatever that pick is, make sure you're placing it with that sign-up code. That's ATOZ1000 to get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if that bet doesn't hit. BetMGM and BetMGM.com, the king of sportsbooks. All right, so here we go with this uh, because we're talking about uh, what Rand Carthon told Jim Wyatt of TennesseeTitans.com earlier this week at the owners' meetings about the wide receiver position. Quote, we're going to look to address it. We are not trying to fill everything via free agency, but if that's where the best option comes from, we'll address it in that way. Uh, we just have to be patient and exercise patient and allow that to come to fruition. And so, you know, you look at the free agents still available. There's really nothing there. They do need a vet to go with the young guys they have. They do have some young talent at the position with not a lot of experience, so they have to have a vet. But then in the talks about drafting a wide receiver at 11 in the first round, there's irony with this because we're seeing all this stuff about JSN, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Oh, yeah, he's the guy, right? And they have not – we've just been talking about all these injuries the Titans have been dealing with the last two years. Have we not been talking about yeah. how the Titans and John Robinson have, oh, they've drafted injured players because they keep getting value on it when the only time that's worked has been Jeffrey Simmons that had an, an ACL tear. In an ACL tear in a weird way, and the Bone and Joint Institute will tell you this, it's kind of coming routine. It just takes time. But the ACL takes time, and when the time's over, you get back to what you were. But with Jackson Smith and Jigba, you look at a guy who didn't really play much. Guys, like he had last season, he had five catches for 43 yards in three games. That's it. And he was out with soft tissue injuries. He didn't play much whatsoever. And even, you know, he had a, a phenomenal year. His sophomore year, 95 catches, 1,600 yards, and nine touchdowns, averaging like 17 yards a pop. But then his freshman year, all he had was 10 catches. So you're, you're talking about a guy who had one season, who was, and it was phenomenal, right? But then he hasn't played, and he hasn't been healthy. And while he might be healthy now, but we've been complaining for years about John Robinson drafting injured players and those players not being healthy for the Titans and having to go sign guys off the street. So, but now here you go. Titans fans like, Oh, get JSN at 11. That's great value. If he was healthy, he would be the guy. He would be a top 10 wide receiver prospect. But we like, you guys are forgetting the last couple of years of John Robinson draft picks that we've been talking about. Yeah. yeah good point. Ironic. No, good point. I mean, like JSN probably would be if he had repeated his sophomore season last season, he would 100% be a slam dunk to go in the top 10. He would be the, you know, 
surefire number one wide receiver in this class going in the top 10 picks. And the injury is the reason why the Titans might be uh, fortunate or unfortunate enough to take him at number 11 overall, which is ironic. But uh, maybe that speaks to the level of desperation within the fan base right now where they know how badly uh, they need help. John says maybe instead of cutting players they like they did, they should have seen what potential trades they could have got from them. John, the issue with the trading some of the players that they cut was the cap number. And, and so when you have that like bad of a cap number and some of the dead money or base salary impending on their current contract, the trade value doesn't exist for those guys because who wants to pay Bud Dupree $20 million? Who wants to pay Taylor Luan $14 million, especially when you know that the Titans are going to cut them. And if you want them, you can negotiate your own kind of deal with them. So uh, I'm not sure trading any of the guys that have been cut by the team was like a viable option, but Brian with the question here, well, what do we have to offer in a trade? I mean, not much. You mentioned your, like the fact that they don't have a ton of draft picks. I think if they really got desperate, there is their first round pick, which instead of using on a JSN, maybe you package it with something else and try and make a run at a number one wide receiver. But then you have even more irony about the fact that you moved on from AJ Brown for a first round pick to take a wide receiver to then trade a first round pick to go get a more established wide receiver a year later, which I think would be quite ironic. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's really it. That's the issue here, which is why, my number was at a nine, which is why my panic level is so high because wide receiver pool, we're not really interested. Yeah. Rookie pool, we're kind of underwhelmed. Trade pool, we're very interested, but we're not allowed to play in that pool because we don't have the uh, the resources necessary. Yeah, and Quentin Johnson's, a lot of you guys are bringing up uh, TCU receiver Quentin Johnson about what he is, and I, I like him. I, I think he's a fascinating guy. He's 6'4", 200 plus pounds. He's a big dude. He's not like your burner, but he's a big playmaker uh, and was the go-to guy in a lot of big situations for TCU when they were in those tight games this past season. So he played well in big moments, minus the uh, national title game when nobody from TCU played well. But again, like it's just, you know, Jimbo says he just catches the ball with his chest and maybe that's the case, but uh, I don't know if he's that much of a hands catcher or too much of a body catcher. I don't know that specifically uh, what his tendencies are, but still like that's at 11. Like that's just not working. I'd rather go Jackson Smith and Jigbo at 11 than Quentin, Quentin Johnson at 11, because I do think JSN has the separation to get open early to help out a regrouped retooled offensive line who at least can run routes crisp and get open early in a down where I, I think Quentin Johnson's more of a combat catcher down the field, go after it and get it type of physical guy that, you know, takes trust to build that with Tannehill or whoever the quarterback is. I think that's a, I would agree with that assessment. I, Quentin Johnston, I am optimistic on, I think, but there's a very good chance. Like I, I, I don't know how his skill set translates at all. Uh, it's very, very unique to make him a dominant college football player that can he be a three down guy in the NFL and actually, uh, you know, have some success. Maybe this is why, though, you know, the trade down makes sense. If you can move back to 20 and you take Jordan Addison or somebody and then you're like sitting somewhere in day two with an additional pick. Maybe that's the recipe. I Like, I don't know. There's a lot of ways they can go. I just know that they need to fix it because. You can't go in with all rookies and Nick Westbrook-Akine is your most experienced wide receiver, and you can't go in with Traylon Burks not having any help around him. Yeah, no no doubt about that. A to Z Sports here live on this Friday show. We haven't mentioned Jalen Hyatt. Again, I, I think Jalen Hyatt is interesting, and I think he would be a good complement to what Traylon Burks does. I think you'd have to get Jalen Hyatt by trading back. He's absolutely not an option at 11, I don't think he would still be around at 41. And so that's kind of the, the gamble that you're playing with in this draft of the, the wide receivers that I think fit what the Titans are looking for are probably going to be picked between 15 and 35-ish. And the Titans have to figure out where they want to play in that and if 11 is okay to go take one of those guys um, outside of where they should be. So, Sam, uh, we do have 
uh, the NFL update on the new rule change when it comes to number zero. The NFL is allowing players to well wear number zero. Uh, they've also got the uh, positions that are allowed to do that. So, Sam, I'll let you kind of dive into the positions that can wear number zero. But there you go. How about that? Number zero is open uh, for people to wear. Yep. Number zero, uh, you've already started to see the wave of like, you know, premier NFL talent that is teasing the fact that they might be switching to number zero. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you see the list right there. Offensive linemen are still 50 to 79. Defensive linemen are 50 to 79, 90 to 99. But place kickers or core place kickers and punters quarterbacks, defensive backs, running backs, wide receivers, fullbacks, tight ends, linebackers, all now eligible to wear number zero. So quarterbacks, punters, and place kickers, running backs, wide receivers, all of your skill positions, uh, linebackers, and cornerbacks able to wear number zero, which brings us to the question, and I think every NFL fan had this thought as soon as the as soon as this rule got announced, everybody had this thought. The question: Which current Titans player would you like to see wearing number zero next year? Which current yeah. Titans player would look the best in number zero? Yeah, because I think my thoughts on this is I think it looks awesome. I, I loved when the college game did this a couple seasons ago and opened it up. I think. It feels better on the defense, right? Having a defensive guy where zero gets me jacked up. Like it's got to be a headhunting type of a, I, I, that's what I think. An attack speed, it does look fast and it looks pissed off, right? A zero, yeah. number zero looks angry. So when you, if you have like a safety that flies downhill, hill and knocks people off and, or a corner that's super physical. So who should wear number zero? when it comes to the Titans. And I just don't think there's a ton of options in this. And, you know, I'm going to make, I'm going to do it guys. I'm going to make the joke. I mean, the best options for number zero right now for the Titans is, you know, zero wide receivers and zero cap space guys. That, that That's outside <laughs> of the roster right now. This is what the Titans are looking like. No wide receivers, no cap space. So who's going to be number eight, number zero, who's agent zero uh, for the Titans this year. Yeah, so let's go to the chat. What do you guys think? Because uh, I have I, I have a name. I don't know if you have a name that like when I saw number zero, it jumped out to me. But let's look at what you guys say. Is Pistol Ramsey says if we can get Lamar, give him number zero, which would <laughs> not be bad. I mean, it, it's just it. It's two things. It's fast and angry, like you said. And like if it's on a defender, it's just like a bruiser. Like, it's just somebody that's going to bully you and, and take no BS and just kind of run over dudes. So, yeah, Lamar being the fastest guy, most dangerous guy with the ball in his hands would not be bad. Uh, Steven says, mm -hmm. Sean Murphy bunting, the new defensive back, should wear number zero. Jay wants uh, Derek Henry to wear number zero. Steven says, a Chig would look scary in zero. Uh, Matt says, Malik. Uh, let's see, we've got uh, Chig from Nick, Burks from CJ. Uh, let's see, Kyle Phillips to show his impact. That's rude because <laughs> oh, Kyle Phillips on, is six catches for 66 yards in the opening game. People forget, don't sleep on Kyle Phillips this year. Dion wants Kevin Byard in zero. Justin wants uh, Pop-Tart, Tier Tart in number zero. Uh, Jonathan says Simmons in double zeros. I don't think you can do double no, zero. I think it's you can't just do double one zero. zero. And Jeffrey Simmons, I don't think is eligible because he's on the defensive line. So uh, right. that would be weird too. Just big old guy with one number on his chest. Oh, I mean, I think it. it would look great if it, like, I love it. Like I love a big defensive lineman in college wearing zero. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's just a little, there. yeah. Uh, let's see. Brent says Simmons too. Again, Simmons not eligible. Tighten up. Ohio says Chig. Uh, we have uh, DK Metcalf from Lee who wants them to go get DK Metcalf and make him wear number zero. Again, current Titans player on the roster right now. <laughs> uh, Clayton Smith wants Harold Landry in it. A lot of big Jeff and Harold Landry. Again, we can pull this up one more time. But uh, you see down there at the bottom, defensive linemen, 50 to 79 and 90 to 99. They are not uh, really eligible for the the new number. 
We have, uh, I saw somebody say our best punter. They want Ryan Stonehouse in number zero. The, we have, I believe this is Aziz Al Shair from Bork. Uh, Amani Hooker from Billy Jones. Um, let's see. We have Kevin Byard here. We have another Byard. We have a lot of Kevin Byard coming in. Kevin Byard can't I, do it. I don't think anybody that is like an established star should do it. Uh, you can't, well, Derek Henry, as sick as no. it would look, cannot change his number from 22. Kevin Byard, as sick as it, it would look, cannot change his number. Like these are guys that are going to go in like the ring of fame and have their Jersey numbers retired. You can't change your number. Probably. And also think about, I mean, they've only retired two or three. I mean, Derek, I mean, Derek. Yeah, I know. But again, like it took a long time for even McNair and Eddie George to get their numbers retired. Right. So it's not like it's an easy thing. You, you think Derek Henry is on his way to having that done, but it's not done yet. Noah with uh, yeah, a funny I, comment here says Farley, they wouldn't throw it at him if he looks intimidating. Maybe that's right. why he would do well. I have a guy. Okay. This- I, I do want to say this on the Derek Henry, Kevin Byard thing. Anybody who sells jerseys, anybody whose jersey gets purchased is not going to change their number because that means that if Derek Henry says, I want to change my number from 22 to whatever it is, zero, I don't care then Derrick Henry and the team are on the hook for all of those Titans 22 jerseys that have already on the shelves to have to pay for the swap out. Like that's an expensive deal in the NFL for guys changing their numbers. If they don't change teams, changing teams, changing numbers, there's no problem, right? Because you're having to get those new jerseys anyway. So Byard's not going to do it. Uh, Henry's not going to do it. That makes no sense. I think the only two options, in my opinion, I'll, I'll let you go first because I just talked. I'll, I've got two options yeah, well, that I think make sense. Good point. And they, I mean, Micah Parsons was one of the guys that was like a premier player in the league that was like, I'm going to zero. And every Cowboys fan was like, yeah, don't do that. I have three Micah Parsons number 11 jerseys. So please don't yeah. switch. Um, this number zero belongs, belongs to Chigaconquo. He's number zero. He he is mean, lean, fast, angry. He is a a star in the making. Like he's on the rise. I see number zero. I see Chig getting uh, thirty yards after the catch, running through tacklers. Uh, and I think he would be the perfect fit to kind of um and. Uh, make number zero iconic in Tennessee and have number zero associated with him. So that's my guy. I, I think zero and Chig is a match made in heaven. I, I think I had two. I think I do think Chig is the current Titan. That's, you know, already had a Jersey number that makes sense. I think for everything you said, Chig does make sense. Also, you know, it would be great if it would just if it could just say Chig on the back and not a Conquo zero. But if it just that said Chig sick. zero, <laughs> that would be cool because zero and the O Chig O Chig zero. I think yeah. I think that would be awesome. Now that's not a, you can't do that. You can't just put Chig uh, on the back of his jersey. Uh, this is not uh, the initial XFL where you could put any nickname you wanted to, uh, like he hate me or I uh, forget all those funny things that were on the back of those jerseys. You can't do that, but. Chig would be great. I also do think the new of the new Titans, I think Sean Murphy bunting would make sense. You know, the cornerback who uh, fits the position specific needs. He's a new player, so he doesn't already have uh, a jersey. So I, I think that makes sense of if it's not Chig, then Sean Murphy bunting is the next guy that I think makes sense because he's the defensive back flying around back there. That's that's kind of my answer there, too. I just, I just would love the nickname too. I mean, like a guy whose last name starts and ends with O having zero as his number. I feel like Titans fans could get creative on that front with their, uh, their signs and their Twitter hashtags and all that stuff. I I don't know. Just Chig is, he embodies the number. What were the characteristics you said? It's fast. It's angry. It's physical. That's Chickaconquo right there. So, uh, yeah, give me number zero in the offense. Uh, but I agree with you. If it's not going to be Chig, 
I almost feel like it has to be one of like your newly acquired players or like one of the rookies that's to come. Like it's hard mm-hmm. for me to see another one of these vets switching their number at this point. Yeah. Well, somebody mentioned Elijah Molden, another Roger McCreary came in there. Like those guys fit, I think the play style of number zero, but those two guys already got cool numbers. Like Elijah Molden has 24, 24 is a good number. And yeah, don't get me 21. started on 21. 21, I think is one of the best football numbers you could possibly have. It's up there. I mean, it's up there. 21 is a fantastic number. By the way, uh, I don't know if people know this. Kevin Byard's original number for the Titans was 21, I think. Really? Yeah. And then I believe I did not know that. Sear- I believe Denoris Searcy swapped with him. Uh, was a free agent safety that year. That I believe that's what happened. But Byard initially started in the 20s. But yeah, I think 21 sick. Maybe it was 20, Brian. Maybe you're right. Um, I forget who came in and took 20 from Byard to have him go to 31. But he came in and did not start with 31. But anyway, so that, that that's what I think. I think. Well, that would be an interesting debate is going through like, what is the best number to have in sports? Cause like Matt comes in and says like 22 is the best number. I don't think 22 is a great number. I think it, Titans fans just like think of greatness with it because Derrick Henry has made it sick, but I can't think of another 22. Well, but I, I think it, it depends on. Yeah, it depends on script and fonts or and your and body style. Like Derrick Henry can pull off twenty-two. The Titans twos are wide. Derrick Henry is also a big MFer, we know, and he fits that, right? If twenty-two on a slender person, like twenty-two on Caleb Farley would look like that twenty-two was way oversized, right? And so you, yeah. you kind of like what you're talking about, like Jeffrey Simmons wearing zero would look weird. So you have ninety-eight fills out Jeffrey Simmons, you know, style, his body. A little bit. I think 21 is a great number. 11 is really good. One of my favorites. So I do like the doubles there. That that'd be an interesting uh, an interesting conversation though. What is like the best number in sports? I think uh, 11, 21, 31, 41, 51, 61, 71, 81, 91. All the ones are good. No. 31, 41, 51. That's atrocious. Well, I mean, uh, but if you're if you're like. Again, it's hard. 51's a good linebacker number. Like, there are no great linebacker numbers, really. So, fifth, I like the ones. 61, like 71, offensive linemen doesn't matter either. But anyway. I but like 55, I think, 58, 54, 51. No. I'm 51's out. a good number. All right, guys. Uh, let's get to <laughs> news. Let's get to news. Uh, time for news. Good news. To wrap up this Friday show uh, where I'm going to – Officially, and officially do it. Um, oh, prepared. see, I forgot again. Let, you let's forgot go. on the show. Like you now forgot before we started. I am not. All right, Farm Bureau Health Plans. You can get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Coverage, rates, and service. That is where you improve your health plan with Farm Bureau Health Plans from switching from wherever you're at. So whatever stage of life, they've got you. Whatever your situation is, they got you too. Whether you're single, whether you've got a big family, whether you have a growing family, whether you just need to fill in some gaps. Maybe you like your health coverage as a whole with whatever employer you have, but you want better dental or you want better vision. That's where Farm Bureau Health Plans comes in right there. If you're entering adulthood and you're not sure exactly what to do when it comes to uh, your health coverage, Farm Bureau Health Plans has the educational process to help you out with those resources. So check them out, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks this weekend. Uh, place a bet on March matchups using the sign-up code ATOZ1000, and you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. So if uh, while you're watching these last four teams play it out, see who's going to be crowned national champion. Make sure you're placing that bet and using that sign-up code. That's ATOZ1000 and $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't hit with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, uh, 21 years uh, of older to wager, Tennessee-only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and the eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789. Let's go. Good news. 
I've got this could be my good news. This might have just been been my new good news that we all get to watch Austin do the one chip challenge here. Do, would you like to do your good news before, after? Maybe I want to read. Do, I'm, go I, ahead. I'm I'm I I'm sweating. Uh, but you know, I, I will go ahead and do my my. Um, and this is kind of my good news is that I'm just going to get this over with that. You know, I don't have good news. I mean, I made the graphic this morning and I crossed out good news because that's on that's, that's realistic. So well, let me, that, let me give you a you suggestion. Can read some, real quick. Okay. Well, cause if you do it now, you then have to talk through a good news slash the end of the show and wait for my good news before you're able to like go run and get milk or like whatever else you have to do. So, Maybe you let me do good news. Let me read some chat good news. Then you go and you get us I, out of here. But actually, I'm going to read that for us. We kind of want to see your I, reaction. I'm going to read the. Uh, I'm I'm going to read the box. The because I just opened this. There's like five bullet points on what to expect. So I'm going to read that uh, while you uh, read good news. I'll read some good news. Then you have to go. Then I'll do good news because the chat has let me know you have to do the chip kind of first. We have to see your reaction. That's that. I think that's fair enough. So get your good news in the chat. Uh, I'll go through a couple of them that I see here. Um, Let's see. Zach says, good news is my old coworker is getting married today. Can't wait for a fun wedding after work tonight. That's very good news. Wedding season is awesome because uh, there's nothing quite like, uh, knowing that you have a good fun wedding to go to, it's a good party and just a lot of happy people. And that's always good to be around. Bork says, good news. We are celebrating my daughter's birthday this weekend. Happy birthday to your daughter, Bork. I uh, hope you and your family have a wonderful time celebrating and that she has the happiest of birthdays. Tiffany, good news. I'm off Saturday night for a friend's birthday. And y'all know I work weekend nights. So that's something. That is something. Uh, I used to do that quite often working in the service industry of like Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, and getting one of those weekend nights off is a, a big relief knowing that you have um, just a little free time. You can go celebrate a weekend like somebody who is working the, the regular, all your friends are probably free and they're begging you to come out. You finally get to do it. So happy for Tiffany, anybody else have good news. They want to get in. Uh, I'm just, I'm just ready. I, I I'm ready. So okay. let's right. just, <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to, you can, around you, the bush. I'll I, get I, to those after you do the chip. We'll let you do the chip. Then we'll go to the rest of the good news. All right. This is the blue one. It's blue. I don't, and I, I don't do know it. the significance of that. I, it just makes my tongue blue. I do have, uh, milk, like chocolate milk protein shake here. That's going to maybe help. We'll find out. I'm going to readjust some things so I don't make a mess. So, so to my, clarify, your good news is that you're getting this out of the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm just doing it. All right. It's over we don't, after this. We won't come to you for good news, uh, but... Drum roll. Do it. Oh! One bite. One bite. All right. While you uh, work on that, I will share my good news here. Uh, My good news is one uh, baseball season is here. I'm happy about that. It's a great time for me. My softball team started the season 2-0. and So I uh, got think, the ball rolling in the right direction. And uh, my White Sox got a win last night. So big positive vibes for me with the start of baseball season. It's uh, a lot of fun to have something to watch each and every night in a sporting event that uh, I'm passionate about. So go White Sox. Go my softball team. We're 2-0, and like I said. And we're looking forward to a fantastic season. Bad news, I'm sore. Like my my all my legs, my joints, I can't move. I played Wednesday night and I'm still like it, it's just a muscle group that I'm <laughs> uh it's a muscle group that I'm not used to using. Are you doing okay over there, Austin? 
Okay, well, he's struggling. Um, let's see. Anybody else have good news that we want to get to while Austin uh, is – oh, here we go. We got – here it comes. It's hitting now. It's getting hot. This is great. Fighting for his life. He looks like he's feeling it. I was looking up at my can- – oh, my goodness. I looked down, and you were just in shambles. You're making, like, my eyes water a little bit looking at your uh, – I can feel the heat through the screen. Look at that sweat from Jason. <sighs> okay. Are you do? Are you okay enough to wrap up the show um, and uh, get the people out of here? Talking makes it worse. Okay. Talking makes it worse, uh, so I will go ahead and send you guys out of here. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in this morning. Make sure you continue to check things out at a to zsports.com, covering all your Titans content. Uh, check out our, our YouTube as well as we continue to pump out great stuff this offseason and this draft. Um, so, yeah, I mean, awesome. Do you have any closing remarks for the chat here? Huh. Ah, I did it. You did it. He did do it. He did do it. So, uh, yeah, everybody have just a great weekend, an excellent weekend. Um, make sure you hop back with us. Zach should be back next week. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong there. He should be back Monday, back in the saddle with Austin. So, uh, yeah, just um, appreciate it as always. Make sure you guys uh, take care and have an excellent weekend. We'll see you later.